the Student Printing Show. I'm your host, Tegan Thomas, and today we have a new guest. So he actually is not in college, but he started his business in high school, which is super exciting. We love meeting people who get started really young. Um, so his business is Blank Slate Media. They create social media content for businesses, and he does it as a full-time job. His name is Sam Lister. So Sam, can you tell us how you came up with the concept for Blank Slate Media? Hey, Tegan. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I started I started Blank Slate Media a little after I graduated high school, but I actually started video while I was still in school. So I started really just um, documenting my, my entrepreneurial journey my uh, senior year in high school. So just taking essentially what would be selfie videos and posting them on, on Instagram and other social media platforms. And then... Um, at the at the end of my senior year, I actually hopped on LinkedIn and started posting videos um, on that platform. And then from there, people people really started I uh, like the traction started gaining, and people started paying me to to make videos. So that was right at the end of my end of my senior year in school. And then from there, I just really transformed it into a into a full time business. Uh, but I, I really started video uh, during my senior year kind of as just a, as a gateway to gateway for more opportunities and to get me to the next level. Um, yeah, I, I guess we can, we can jump into it more, but I just knew video as a, I could use video as a vehicle to get me, get my name out there and build my brand. Um, and I, I just started doing that in high school and uh, haven't, haven't stopped since. All right. Awesome. And I'm assuming that you started with just using your phone, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I just started, I uh, set my phone up on a, on a cheap tripod and plugged my headphones in and just started talking to the camera. Um, and I, I had no idea what I was going to do with video at the time. I actually hated video, uh, but I just stayed consistent with it. Um, I, I was just telling people my story and what I was doing at the time um, before, before Blank Slate Media and before my video ventures, I've, I test a lot of other entrepreneurial ventures like um, real estate, various various investing forms, um, another social media marketing agency, all all within my junior and senior year in high school. Um, those all essentially failed, but I was I was still documenting that journey through video. Um, so then, as I was making more and more videos talking about my other ventures, um, people started paying me for for the actual videos, and that's when I when I shifted to oh I can I can make money. <laughs> making these videos for other people. And that's, that's what I did. Cool. Okay. And since you started with an iPhone, like how did you work with such a simple everyday, simple everyday tool? Um, I use my phone all the time and I try to ask my friends if they could take one good picture and <laughs> half the time it doesn't turn out how I want it to. So how do you, how did you manage to do um, video where it got that kind of attention with just your phone? Yeah, it's really about your resourcefulness, not your resources. So I knew I, I wasn't the most skilled videographer and I didn't have crazy equipment, but I knew if I just learned how to create high quality content with my phone, um, that's that's how you need to start. So you just YouTube and look up how to, how to maximize your iPhone videos and how to maximize your iPhone camera. And there's just a bunch of different tips and tricks that you can um, you can use at a very low cost. So um, I, I realized it's, it's more about the story I was telling and the actual content I was producing and saying than the actual quality of the video. Um, and that's, that really reflected my growth, at least on, on social media. People were attracted to my story, and that's what I really um, leaned into. 
And then once I got those first few clients still with just my, my iPhone, then I invested all that money back into bigger and better gear. So just learn, learn, learn the camera you have, like the best camera you have is the one is the one you have. You don't need thousands of dollars worth of video equipment to get started. Yeah, true. I've actually heard that from, I got to interview another kid who, um, did photography and I was in a high school class with him and he was like, this is just some DSLR that my mom gave to me. It's probably a couple years old. And I just started using that. And then whenever I saved enough money, I eventually got to be able to buy more stuff, but I used what I could and was resourceful with what I had. Absolutely. Kids, not, not just kids, but a lot of people like to um, overcomplicate things and think, Oh, I need, I need an investment of, ten thousand dollars to just get started and buy my first camera and when in when in reality like video is a very expensive business to run but you can also like the barrier of entry is at an all-time low like most people have have smartphones and at least the the few few latest versions of it and those cameras in itself are more than more than good to uh to get started Right. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned earlier that you started on LinkedIn. So I want to know how you heard, mm-hmm. how you heard about LinkedIn. Cause I didn't know about it until I took like a whole special business class that was outside of my high school. So I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So I I guess I always, I've always been interested in business. So I've always known about LinkedIn. I, I made an account probably early high school and I really never touched it. I, I actually hated LinkedIn um, before I started creating on it. And I was a part of a of another startup, um, my junior to senior year of high school. Um, that was essentially going to be a competitor of LinkedIn. Like that's how much I disliked it. I I wanted to build a business to directly compete with it mm-hmm. until until I actually hopped on the platform um, through through like a few mutual connections. Told me, Yo, I I see you doing videos. You need to hop on this this LinkedIn thing. Um, Quentin alums being one of them which is one of the first like LinkedIn video influencers in the world and he's um, based out of Milwaukee as well so just through mutual connections we got connected and he told me yeah like take this LinkedIn thing seriously and that was um, the fall of last year Um, and ever since then I I took it seriously and it's gotten me to where I am now so I guess just I got connected with the right people on the platform um, and then really, really went in on it. And did you share like those types of video stories that you mentioned earlier? It was kind of like a blog. Yeah, I, I was, I was really just documenting my, documenting my journey, um, and, and essentially just vlogging at the time and telling people, hey, this is exactly what I'm doing. Um, this is, this is how I'm getting here. Uh, really, just entry level stuff, just talking to the camera and people like the authenticity of it. Um, yeah, people like just real videos and said, oh, oh, this is a pretty young kid. Why is he on the platform? Um, so I, I stood out with, with just my age. So that also helped. But yeah, it, it, I wasn't like selling my services or anything. I was simply sharing my story um, mm-hmm. with, with the little audience I had. And from there, I just stayed consistent. And you said that you have that you taught yourself a bunch of skills for creating advertising content and of course for creating your own videos. So did were there any classes that you took in high school that helped develop those skills or showed you that this was a good idea for you? No, I I've actually never taken an art class or a photo or video class ever in my life. Uh so it was it was all self-taught through uh YouTube. Um 
yeah, I the last art class I took was in fifth grade, I believe, and I actually have never I never touched a camera um, up until last fall. Um, I haven't even played around with like my friends' cameras, so it was it was very new to me. But I knew um, if I stayed consistent and had the drive to teach myself, that's exactly what I could do, and that's what I did. Um, so again, zero zero previous experience, but yeah, all self taught. So interesting. I haven't heard a lot of people who have just started doing something and then they're like, oh, I'm going to keep teaching myself about it. And then it's like, boom, success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I had a few friends. Uh, one of my good buddies, um, Tyler Reitzman, he's a year younger than me and he's uh, been into cameras, videos, photos and all that stuff since he was about um, 13 or 14. So like eighth grade to freshman year he got in. And that's who I who I learned from. And then once he graduated um, high school, um, I actually hired him. So he's my full-time creator and he's also not going to, going to school. So it's cool how everything comes full circle. So that's who I learned it from. And now, now we're working together. That's super cool. Like, awesome. Like, that's good. They not only did, are you guys friends, but you got to teach each other different things. And now you guys are involved with each other in a pretty important way. Yeah, so so it's it's been a crazy journey so far. Everything has moved very quickly, um, which is which is fun, in a very quickly in a non-traditional way. So, in the extent of your education, since it's only high school, do you think that mm-hmm. there are some things that high schoolers should take advantage of while they attend because they usually don't have to pay to go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, invest you. So usually, a lot of high schoolers have have very minimal expenses. Um, they they're not really paying for school. They're usually still living at home. Um, they don't need to pay a mortgage. They might need to pay very little rent, maybe very little for their car. Um, whatever it is, obviously, everyone's situation is different. But in high school, your expenses are the least it's going to be for a while. Um, so I'd say take advantage of that. Invest all the money you're making from your your entry-level jobs, wherever it is, whether that's at uh, Burger King or Best Buy, however you're, you're making money, invest all of that money into something that can make you more money um, and in your passion. So for me, it was it was business and different business opportunities. I, I just invested all of my money. I had... Um, worked up from like I, I worked at a baseball field in summer and then a like a snow like skiing snow hill in winter so I did that all four years of high school and I just put all of that money back into uh, trying different business ventures whether that's real estate investing cryptocurrency e-commerce stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and I get that's that's not super typical but that's that's what I did. I ended up losing a bunch of money in the process, um, but I, I always kept testing. So I think that's one of the biggest things you can do while you're young is just to test a lot of different passions, a lot of different projects, and see what you like, see what works, see what doesn't. Um, but just don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Awesome. That's good advice. And I'm assuming that you were told that you needed to go to college in order to become successful, right? Um, I've... Yes, um, a, lo- a lot of people have told me that. Mm-hmm. I've always known that, hey, I, I know 35% of the billionaires in the world don't have a college degree. Um, and, and like, you can be successful without college. So I've, I've never really listened to anyone in that sense. I've, I've known you don't need college to be successful for a while. 
again, I've, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always looked up to Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and um, top entrepreneurs in the world. So I knew um, a college degree wasn't necessary. And I come from a pretty um, small conservative type town. So not going to school and bashing against the walls um, is, a little, is a little difficult for people to understand. But I knew um, it, was, it was right for me. So again, it, everyone's situation is different. Um, some people's parents will, will really push them to go to school. I was lucky enough that um, my, both, both my parents are very entrepreneurial. So my dad runs his own company and my mom has ran her own company in the past. So they, they understood not going to school. Um, they, they both did go to school, but they, they gave me the opportunity to make it work uh, without school at first, just to see if, if I can make any money. Um, and, and essentially I did. So now I don't need to go back to school, which, which I'm, I'm thankful for. So you never wish that you were able to go to college or that you could go back and maybe go to college and do this full time? Absolutely not. I I can promise I can promise you I would not be able to do what I do right now uh, in still in school. Um, some some people can, some people can't, and I am definitely one of those can't. Because mm-hmm. if like a business is a full time thing, it's ten, eleven, twelve hours a day every single day um, to get it off the ground. So it's it's a lot, a lot of work. Um, and I knew every second I wasn't spending on the business. Um, someone else out there is so that's that's where I put a majority of my time which I guess I'll I'll also segue into another thing of like um we we like anyone like looking to get into entrepreneurship and business in general they they see oh you need to work 18 19 hours a day every single day to be successful and just like work every single hour of the day which that was definitely my mindset going into it. Like I need to absolutely work my face off in reality. Like sleep is one of the most important things to do and like resting your mind and taking time off. So that's something I've definitely reflected on um, as of late because again, going into this, I was like, Oh, I need to, I need to work every single minute of the day when in reality, that's not sustainable, no matter how much you love what you do. So finding a balance there and not not getting burnt out is is super super important. Yeah, that's something that I've heard a lot about. Um, even in my intro to college class, which is just kind of like, hey, this is how you're gonna schedule and stuff. But they also say like all the time, take take breaks. If you try to work on everything all at once, you're gonna overwhelm yourself and just gonna make it more difficult. And like, I try to do that with this job sometimes, or I'm like, I have to do all of my editing in one day, knowing mm-hmm. that I have like 10 different episodes to edit and they take an hour, <laughs> hours a piece. Like, it's just not possible. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, it's, it's different for everyone and balance is different for everyone. There's, there's really no such thing as a work-life balance because it's, there's no formula for it. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, for me, a business is a huge, huge part of my life. And um, that just really bleeds into personal life. Like I get, I get some of my personal, like family members and personal relationships involved in the business. And I like talking to them about it. So, um, so again, every, every situation is different, but finding what works for you and finding what balance is for you is one of the most important things I stress for anyone going into entrepreneurship. Um, And I get, I guess, um, like building on that 
like one of my favorite quotes from Gary, Gary V is uh, the macro patience, micro speed topic. Like in the, in the long run, like in the overarching, like 10 steps back view, like stay patient because you are young, but then in the micro and like the day to day, just move faster than anyone else. Um, Mm -hmm. So again, the, the whole patience topic, I kind of pull on, on opposite ends, like, Oh, I need everything to happen now, but then stay patient because I am so young and don't beat myself up over, over not, not closing a deal, not doing X, Y, and Z where I, where I hope to. So again, everyone's situation is different, but don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something that a lot of people forget about that the importance of, Hey, not everything's going to happen how you want it to. A failure is inevitable and you have to manage and learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a true, a true failure, like if you truly, truly fail, but you learn something from it, I really don't view that as a failure. Like my, my other ventures before, like my videography company, I've, I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars putting money into those ventures and none of them paid off. So on paper, it's absolutely a failure. I I lost a lot of money doing it, but I learned, Hey, I I don't want to do those things. Um, and this is how, this is how, um, to, to not do it. So again, um, there's always lessons learned. So learn lessons from, from those failures. And I guess that's another piece of advice I would give, um, like high school and college students. Like we're not really taught how to fail in school, but failure is a good thing. And like, you can learn like the most from those failures. So don't, don't be, don't be afraid to fail and, and be aggressive and, um, set goals and ambitions high to fail like yeah I I would just push failure more because it's it's the quickest way to learn for your business specifically blank slate are there like specific strategies that you use for your advertising or is it mostly just word of mouth based off of who you work for yeah so it's um I feed a lot of my of the clients I have through my personal brand. So that would come from a lot of my LinkedIn content. So because I, I've grown my LinkedIn profile and brand presence on the platform quite a bit over this past year, um, I get all of my um, leads through inbound marketing. So I create personal content. I feed that traffic to my business and um, close, close the deal from there. So I, I use my personal brand as the biggest, um, I guess, client lead generation platform. And do you think that's something that anyone can do whether they're running their own business or working for someone, or would that be more specific towards the type of business you're running and if you own a business? So it really depends on the business. Like for me, I'm selling video as a service. So me creating videos is a double-edged sword. Like I build my brand, but I also build my business as it goes. So um, every business is not like that. If you sell, I can't think of a great example right now. Um, like Northwestern Mutual sells uh, life insurance, essentially. That's a big billion dollar company out of Milwaukee. Like they don't need like a personal brand. They're a massive company and they don't necessarily need like social media even um, to, a, to a scale that some small startup needs to get its name out there. So again, it, it really depends on the business, but if you are in a creative, creative industry, 
um, like a videography company, it absolutely helps having a, a pretty solid personal brand set beforehand. And you mentioned that you have one of your friends from high school who helps you out. Are there other people that are on your current team? Yeah, so I so I started solo. Currently, it's um, three people, but I was up to six at a point in the summer. But then I recently downsized because of shifts of direction within the company. Um, so right now, it's me, Tyler, and Sutton, which is my main accountant. Um, but then I have two more um, kind of helping me out on, on this side with marketing, sales, all that stuff. So th- three officially right now, uh, plus two more um, kind of kind of off the payroll, but on the side helping us out. So mm-hmm. three officially, five unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find your current team besides um, Tyler, who is your friend from high school? Yeah, so um, Tyler, friend from high school, Sutton, he's a few years older than me. But we also went to the same high school, and he was very interested in entrepreneurship and doing his own thing. Um, he's been in the accounting field really since he could get a job. So when he was like 14 or 15, he got entry-level entry level accounting role and was just super passionate about that. So he reached out to me once I started all of this video stuff, and he said, yo, I'm, I'm interested in, in your videos. Like, how, how can I implement that into what I'm doing with, with the accounting space. So we got connected pretty early on just through, again, mutual connections, social media. Um, the other two, is, so one of um, his name is Tara, and Tara is a senior at MSOE. So she's um, going to school for engineering right now, finishing up her degree, but she also runs, um, or she ran uh, Innovation Fellows um, Group so it's it's a nationwide um, group targeted for innovators. So she ran that group at her college, and she invited me to speak last spring, I believe. Um, so, or I guess this spring in March, April, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she reached out on social media through LinkedIn, and that's how we got connected. And then Danny, which is my uh, my I guess fifth quote unquote on. Un- employee not employee worker how whatever you want to whatever you want to call him um he is actually my business partner's younger brother um with with my other startup i have um so i i've actually two media companies one of them isn't um fully launched yet so i don't talk about it too much uh but i have a silent partner in that and he's down in miami um so he is his younger brother so that's that's how a lot of overall it's it's all through LinkedIn that's where the driving source is um, if you really break it down so LinkedIn and social media okay cool um and what kind of skills did they happen to possess that made them ideal people to work with yeah so um for for physical skills Tyler is just a badass creator he's amazing behind the camera uh Sutton is just an amazing accountant he's just die hard um like he, he loves the accounting space, which is pretty unique for people. Um, Tara is just crazy organized. So she's, she definitely helps me talk through things, organize my thoughts, organize the day-to-day work, um, and just gives a really good like design thinking aspect of things. And then Danny um, recently joined the team, but he has just a great attitude and, and really hungry to, to learn more about business, entrepreneurship, 
and he's also not going to school. Um, so he, he's very similar to his older brother, which is my business partner. And um, anyone connected with him is a, is a good guy to have. And are there any skills that you knew that you didn't have that these people happen to possess that help you figure out what to do in your day to day, especially with um, Blank Slate Media? Oh yeah, all of them. So I, I could do accounting to a certain extent. I didn't want to spend time doing it because I knew if if I had to spend time on that, I wouldn't be spending time on the other parts of my business. So I was I was constantly working in the business, not working on the business. So um, outsourcing those types of of jobs and work is super important to work on the business and grow the business. So again. Um, Accounting, I could do. Sutton does it way better. Creating content, I could do, but another man definitely helps out. Um, I am not a super organized person, so Tara helps with that. Um, and D- Danny also um, just offers good insights um, and more of more of kind of like a, a helper bee right now. Just me teaching him um, kind of the ways the ways of business to help him um, help him grow personally as well. So definitely, definitely hire smarter people than you. And that's how you grow. <laughs> and how do you think, like, where has Blank Slate Media taken you? Like, are have you been able to travel? Have you been able to meet different people? How has this got you where you wanted to be? Yeah, so I, I travel, I actually did my first speaking gig in February of this year. Uh, so again, I started Blank Slate um, last October hopped on to LinkedIn last August. And from there, I've been able to um, speak quite a bit. I w- went out to Washington, D.C. this early this summer for a video gig. I um, went down to Miami for another one um, in August. And now I'm going down to Miami for my second gig in, um, in November here. So I've, I've been able to really travel all around the country for, for video stuff. And next year, I'll be speaking out in uh, Las Vegas with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk on stage with us. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. So, yeah, it's it's enabled me to a um, make videos for a living and and get paid for it, and b travel travel quite a bit. I definitely want to do more travel, and I have I have quite a bit of plans to do that for 2020. Um, but yeah, it's this company has completely changed my life and has gotten me to a, to a level, um, quicker than I, than I ever thought, um, that I would, I would be at, which is nice. And what are some bigger, uh, grand scale goals that you have for not only yourself, but also for your company? Yeah. So my company is at a very interesting point right now. We're implementing a few new, new services in, in the editing space, um, so we don't actually have to trade time for money. So um, essentially how, how typical production companies work is you, you go out, bring all your camera gear to a set, and then you shoot whatever videos you're shooting. That's, that's traditionally how, it's, how it goes. So I'm working on implementing ways so that we don't need to be actually at the location and we just have our editing team edit other creators' videos. So that's kind of a, it's not super linked to what I've, I've done in the past, but it's uh, worked so far to make make pretty good money um, and really outsource all of that work. And then uh, next year, we're actually gonna gonna be traveling quite a bit. Um, we're gonna be pushing more of the influencer side of things. 
So kind of outside of the, I guess talking outside of the company and more on a, on a personal level. Um, I want to do, I want to travel to all 50 States next year and, and pretty much, pretty much monetize YouTube and make like personal videos full time um, with the, with the company running in, in the background. So a lot of, a lot of changes. That's a whole nother rabbit hole to jump into. Um, but right now I'm, I'm pushing my, my personal influencer brand um, more so than my business. Um, but they, they all kind of feed, feed each other. Like as, as my personal brand grows through, through LinkedIn and other social medias, then we'll get more business opportunities. So it's very, it's very intertwined, but um, yeah, I just want to become, become one of the, one of the top uh, video creators, uh, I guess in the world. And that's, that's the goal. Just uh, stay happy doing what I love. That's awesome. And you've mentioned so many times that, you are working on your own personal brand. Um, so mm-hmm. my final question is, what's some advice for other people on how to build their personal brand? Because yes, it works perfectly for what you want to do, but people also, companies want it whenever they're finding new people to look for that they want to hire. So mm-hmm. how can you build your personal brand really well on social media and other platforms like LinkedIn um, that makes you stand out for whenever you're either, either running your own company, looking for clients or trying to find a job? Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic question. I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, finding the job aspect too, because a lot of people think, oh, you're building your personal brand. You're an entrepreneur. You're running your own company. It's like, no, there's, like you can build your personal brand and that's how you can get hired as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say pick, pick a niche that you want to, you want to start in. And if you don't know your niche, just tell, tell people your story about, Hey, I'm, I'm a sophomore in college. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. This is what I've done in the past. I'm, I'm starting to create content just to connect with other like-minded individuals. Um, so if you have no idea what you want to go into, just start creating content and telling your story, telling life lessons you've learned in the past, and um, just try to get connected with as many people as possible and talk to those people. But say if you want to go into accounting or healthcare or nonprofits, um, if you say, yeah, I want to go into something in business, anything like that, um, then pick a niche and start creating content around that. Um, look up the top 100 questions around accounting. And if you've taken a few entry-level accounting classes in high school or whatever, um, see if you can answer any of those questions and then make a video about it. So it's the, your, your niche is huge, but um, that doesn't have to pigeonhole you. Um, like for me, like from the start, it's always been storytelling and utilizing video to grow your brand. And that's what I've really stayed true to. Um, so as I just share my story, then it's, it feeds more business to the business because I help others share their story as well. Um, so again, it's, it's nice being a video creator because you're selling your services with all of the content you're making. Um, but yeah, pick a niche and then just test it out, but don't be afraid to, to switch that niche, um, from accounting to healthcare. If, if that's the decision you made, um, yeah pick a niche, start creating content in it and talk to a lot of people. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, like I said earlier, that was my last question. Is there any self-promotion you want to put out there about your LinkedIn page or just blank slate media in general? Don't sleep on TikTok. 
I guess we didn't talk about that too much, but I'm pushing a lot of my content on TikTok um, as well. So, so don't sleep on TikTok. You can, you can follow me on all social medias at Sam Lister with two underscores at the end. Um, that's all I got. Connect with me on, connect with me, follow me, whatever you want to do. Shoot me a text. Um, always, always down to talk. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Studentpreneur Show. Um, I hope to see you guys next week and thank you for listening. Have a good day.